Well, coming up on today's episode of the Retirement Pathfinder, we got a good one for you. You probably heard all about AI, chat GPT. Well, how would an advisor, a real advisor, go up against AI in a financial planning challenge? Well, we're going to talk about an article that came out and go through some of the results because the winner is clear. That's coming up next here on the Retirement Pathfinder. In order to retire successfully, you'll need vision. You'll also need a plan to execute that vision. Welcome to Retirement Pathfinder with Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky. On today's show, we'll give you the tools you need to navigate unique challenges you'll face in retirement. It's time to chart your financial future. Retirement Pathfinder starts now. Welcome in. Glad to have you on the show. I'm looking forward to this conversation today because Barbara and Phil, there is a lot of talk about AI these days. You can't go anywhere without hearing about it. And there's also talk about, hey, let's just let the AI do the financial planning for us. So I think this is going to be really interesting to dive into. Yep, it, it will be interesting. So stay tuned for sure. Well, how are you guys doing? We are doing good. We're doing great. Yeah, we finally got the rain that we needed all summer. <laughs> yeah, true. And so, uh, you know, we put all the lawnmowers away and put all the gardening stuff away. And all of a sudden, the lawn is just going like crazy. It's a jungle out there. <laughs> <laughs> so Better late than never. Yeah, well, it's backwards. But, you know, it's better. Yeah, exactly right. It's better to have some green here. So, and Ben, we're getting into uh, hunting season. So there we go. We'll kind of keep you updated on what's going on there, because I know there's a big one out there someplace. Somewhere. This is the year, Phil. This is the year. Uh, yes, that's yes, right. Yes, sir. We'll root for Phil. Although we talk about then if you actually bag the big one, right? Oh, my well, no God. We have that to talk yeah. about. So maybe, yeah. it's, maybe it's better <laughs> off. Maybe it's better off. All right. Well, I'm glad uh, you guys are both doing well. And uh, we thank you for tuning in to the podcast, as you always do. The best uh, way to get in touch with Barbara and Phil, if you want to do that at Pathfinder Wealth, you can just log on to pathfinderchat.com. You can schedule a meeting right there through the website. Again, pathfinderchat.com. Com. So this article that we're about to break down a little bit, we'll drop it in the show notes so you can kind of read through it for yourself. But it's a, it's a breakdown of someone trying to plan for retirement with the help of AI, chat GPT, and the help of a real advisor. So it's interesting to kind of piece through some of these results and the questions and answers that came. And I, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. So where do you two want to start with this? Well, we're going to have some fun with this today, Ben. It's going to be a little different. People have heard about AI. In fact, AI has really taken center stage. It really stands for artificial intelligence, okay? And so it's taken center stage recently uh, with the current Writers Guild of America strike. You probably heard about this writer's strike uh, happening yeah. out in Hollywood. Uh, there are 11,500 members in this union, and they're striking over several issues. But the one that's really grabbing the headlines deals with AI replacing their jobs. The union is aware that uh, AI is not yet capable of replacing screen, uh, screenwriters, but it is clear that the technology is certainly developing rapidly. Ravia Raska, Raksa, I think is how she pronounces her mm. name. She's with the Society of Audiovisual Authors, says this. She says that the studios have expressed interest in AI to generate scripts based on books and other content that has the guild concerned that AI could replace them. Mm. Wow. Now, this is really important because the development of ChatGPT, which was introduced in 2022, has triggered a transformation across numerous industries. And so the question is, will the development of AI lead to massive job losses for millions similar to what's happening in the world of robotics? In fact, according to the robotics.tomorrow.com, it is estimated that robotics will replace 73 million U.S. jobs by 2030. That's kind of frightening, isn't it? Yeah. 73 million jobs. 
So today, Barb and I will be reviewing a Fortune article written by Corianne Hicks. In it, uh, Ms. Hicks uh, runs a test to determine whether AI using chat GPT, and I'm just going to refer to it as chat. GPT is kind of a tongue twister, but, <laughs> you know, can it be a uh, help in retirement planning? So for her experiment, Ms. Hicks pitted chat against a real financial advisor by the name of Thomas Koppelman. The results are interesting. So Barb will explain how the test is set up. Yeah, so the scenario is this. Uh, we have a 33-year-old living in San Diego, an annual income of $89,000, has the following assets and liabilities. The only information given was uh, his debt, uh, his or her, we don't know that, $45,000 total. And that's comprised of $37,000 of student loan debt, credit card debt, $7,900, <clears throat> total of $45,000. Now, the only other expenses they mention are this monthly rent, $2,500 with, uh, with utilities, car insurance, $60 a month. So again, uh, total debt, $45,000. Total assets, $48,000. Savings account is 11000 and 401k of 37000 So it's kind of unusual that there's only about six uh, pieces of information that this person had to enter for, uh, for uh, you know, this analysis. And the statement was, would like to buy a home in five to seven years and a car in the next five to 10 years. Based on this information, how much do I need to retire by age 67? Yeah, it's very interesting, uh, Barb, that it seems like there's pieces of the puzzle missing here, right? Yeah, I would say because uh, for much, much less information than what we'd ask. Much less. Okay, here are the results. And so if this were a speed test, uh, chat would win. I mean, they yeah. they did this like in a microsecond, right? It took only a few seconds to walk me through the math for calculating a nest egg. Here's how chat crunched my numbers. And this is step one. And what they did is they determined a net worth, which really uh, doesn't have any bearing on on the ultimate result. So we'll go to step two which is calculate estimated retirement expenses. This is really interesting, okay? Chad assumed that I need 80% of my current net income in retirement, which seems to be kind of a standard uh, common rule of thumb for the financial industry. Mm -hmm. So when you factor in inflation at 3%, that comes to 197581 in retirement spending per year. So what that means is that from age 33 to age 67, they factored in, you know, they took his, his current income, and they just added 3% to it. Sure. Right. And so by the time we get to the end, they discount the total result by 80, uh, down to 80%, and 80% of that to give that person the amount of income they would need per year. It's $197,000 uh, would be that 80% number of what they needed. So step three would be to calculate the total retirement savings required. And here they use, uh, we call the rule of, of 4%. Uh, whereby you can safely withdraw 4% from your portfolio each year without running out of money over a 30-year period of time. So that's from age 67 to age 97. They calculated how much retirement savings would be needed. So the end result was estimated annual retirement expenses adjusted for inflation divided by safe withdrawal rate is almost $5 million, $4,939,000, which seems, seems, reasonable. seems yeah, it's reasonable, right, Barb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so then the question, yeah, how much do I need to save each year? So how does he get from 5 million from where he is, you know, for the calculation? Um, and what is that annual savings needed? Well, this is where Chad GPT started to derail for this 33-year-old's example. Um, it starts to get interesting here. First, it wanted to account for inflation, again, increasing total retirement savings to 10.5 million. 
when that figure was challenged, then Chad GPT says, you are absolutely right. I apologize for the oversight in my previous response. I made a redundant adjust adjustment for inflation uh, when calculating the total retirement savings required, which led to an incorrect result. Do you have a written retirement plan? If not, you're not alone. Many people put off planning for their future, thinking they have plenty of time. But the truth is, time flies, and it's never too early to start planning for your retirement. Pathfinder Wealth Management can help. Their team of experts, including Barbara Lane and Phil Gusky, who you hear on the show, can guide you through the planning process and save you valuable time. And with their commitment to education, you'll learn how to set yourself up for success. Book a 15-minute chat with them today by visiting pathfinderchat.com. Don't procrastinate any longer. Your retirement is too important to leave to chance. Visit pathfinderchat.com or check the link in the description of today's show. Oh, wait a second. It sounds like this part. You are absolutely right. And I apologize for the oversight of my previous response. Actually, <laughs> what I think that they have, uh, that people like talking to uh, Chad GPT because of the uh, more personal sounding voices. What I, <laughs> that's that's what, true. It is what they're saying. That's true. Um, okay. So then 10, uh, 5 million to 10 million. Now, it then recalculated how much he'd need for retirement and determined he needed to save $144,000 to reach this retirement goal. What? Yeah, so you know this thirty-three-year-old is about ready to throw in the towel because his his income is eighty-nine thousand dollars. Yeah, that's that's per so, year saving that yes. much per year. Yeah, uh, the hundred forty-four thousand was what he was supposed to save per year. Yep. So if we go with now, let's just back test the number. So let's let's look. Uh, so we're going to tell Chad GPT. Uh, okay, so the numbers of saving of one hundred forty-four thousand dollars a year at a six percent average return. How much would he have in thirty-four years? It then says seventeen million. So more realistically, uh, taking the first number of $5 million needed, plugging that into a compound interest calculator at investor.gov, he'd actually only need to save about 3600 a month. So now he can breathe again. So Chad GPT says $5 million for the nest egg, made a mistake admittedly, then it's $10 million, and then it's $17 million. I would have question when Chad GPT accounted for inflation twice. And how would you even know that? How would the average person even know that? But you now you can go on to the human approach, though. Well, he thinks that uh, Chad's math is not so good. Right. Uh, so the human approach. Okay, so now we're talking to Mr. Koppelman. And Mr. Koppelman took a different approach to his retirement planning question. He says this. It's easy to say, how do I get on track for retirement? Chad GPT will find present value and what you need to save, which it did. But what it's not factoring in are the intricacies of the situation. So, for example, is $89,000 of income remaining the same throughout their life? Right. No, I, I think it's people not. get pay raises, mm -hmm. right? Or do you foresee your income increasing over time? Are you planning to buy a house with a down payment of 20% or 5%? What about buying a car? Do you want to put $20,000 down or finance it you know, at $20,000? Or do you want to buy a $60,000 car? So all these questions are not being asked. So they neglected some of the crucial data, really, that they need to pick up at, at chat. So chat has been so laser focused on my presenting question that it ignored my home buying and my new car goal. It didn't even think to factor in my future social security benefit. Mm. Mm, that's a big part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Let alone when I choose to claim it and it could impact my retirement significantly. So here's the big problem. The big problem for AI is that chat doesn't know how to ask all the questions, at least at this point, Mr. Koppelman says. And even if it did give you a big number to save, it wouldn't be able to tell you 
if you should be saving in a pre-tax or after-tax retirement account or how to invest it. So he also says that uh, he spends at least 20 hours working with a client to uncover all these different variables from learning about their goals and values, how you feel about having debt is important, how much debt you have, uh, how to build a financial plan and tailor it to fit your financial needs. And, you know, the other thing that I would add to it is what about your children? What are their needs? What about future generations? What about estate planning? There's all these things that come into consideration when you're dealing with financial planning, including taxes. Right. None of this is a- asked at all. Yeah, exactly true. You know, there's, uh, there's well, even the writer says this. So, you know, the bottom line here is for our listeners is financial advisors still be chat GPT. So interestingly, you know, in this article, the writer says uh, both chat GPT and a human advisor have their strengths. Chat GPT taught me a lot, she says, about math, even when it was wrong. That was an interesting statement. Um, mm-hmm. Well, even when it was wrong, would lead me to believe you can't trust the numbers. You know, it's like it's like it's like WebMD. You know, if you you can put in all your symptoms, but you should not use that as a substitute for seeing a doctor. Mm-hmm. Chat GPT is going to give you options, but it's not going to make the decision for you. So I would say if you want to start with Chat GPT and then see a financial advisor, you may have an idea of maybe what to ask by having maybe even if nothing else, more financial literacy but not to use chat GTP as a substitute for an advisor. Now, the writer of this article also mentions this is good. The scenario between the two is an eye-opener for her, and she realizes just how complex even a basic financial scenario is and how much more there is to retirement planning than just the nest egg, like you had just mentioned, Phil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I looked at the research done with chat GTP and just in general, and everything I see says, no, it's not accurate. According to ZDNet, mm. out of 512 questions, 52% of chat GPT's answers were incorrect. The wow. cons are lack of academic integrity, uh, biased responses, they have limited knowledge, the inability to multitask and understand context. And the pros are, of course, much faster response times, improved natural language, the ability to generate more natural sounding conversations. So, Phil, maybe people just like someone to talk to, and it's the new AI, and their friends are using it, and everyone wants to try it, and it's something that's new. Yeah, instead um, of going to the bar, they're going to talk to Chad. Yeah, right. right. I've got someone to talk to, but, you know, <laughs> you know, years from now, maybe more accurate, uh, and I would assume so, but as of right now, statistics say it's not. Hey there, just a quick break from the podcast for a moment to tell you how Barb and Phil are assisting clients every day in the office with some effective tax savings opportunities under the latest Secure Act 2.0 legislation. If you want to find out how much you could save, give them a call and schedule a free 15-minute initial consultation. Call 815-399-9806 or go to pathfinderchat.com. That's pathfinderchat.com and schedule your visit with just a few clicks. We'll also put the contact info in this episode's show notes. Now, back to the show. Well, let's give Chat the benefit of the doubt and say that, uh, you know, the, the system has improved so uh, well over, over a period of time that they are, you know, a viable planning opportunity. Um, here, here's our, our particular advice and caution to our clients is that we want them to consider this as just another tool in the toolbox. There you go. Uh, we use things like Monte Carlo simulations. If we do use the Monte Carlo simulation in and of itself, by itself, is that the complete answer? No. no. Or if we send a portfolio over to uh, University of Chicago Business School for anal- uh, analyzation, uh, would that be a complete answer? And the answer is no. So this is going to be just another tool that can be used 
you need to really have another set of eyes looking at it. And quite frankly, people like to see you eyeball to eyeball across the kitchen table when it comes to their finances, or if something goes wrong, how will they know the difference? Yeah, right. We, you know, that's why we review every year, Phil. I mean, with our clients, because, absolutely. Yeah, you know, changes make, and you have to make adjustments. Changes are made. You have to make adjustments for people's lives, and you know, it's it's just it's not a one and done. Well, that's right. It you know might be premature to to just write off GPT at this point and say, oh, it's not going to work. But it's also probably probably premature to say that you know that it's the final solution to financial planning. Right. Yeah, it's really interesting, and I've I've used it some. I don't know if you guys have used it much, but yeah, I mean, it, I've I've no. seen some some interesting stuff and some some helpful stuff, but I use it more as kind of a a starting point rather than kind of a, a final answer and a solution. It kind of gets me in the right direction, and then I can kind of do a little bit more research and, and stuff from there because all it takes is that one wrong answer, and then you don't know what else you can trust, right? You don't know what else. Is well, right yeah. Else is wrong. What's really amazing, uh, Ben, is that. Uh, there's AI being used on television right now in commercials mm -hmm. that really people can't tell the difference. Yeah, yeah. They could, I guess it can mimic actually even that's the scary part. It can mimic, you know, relatives of yours. And oh, yeah, your, like your voice. It's, yeah, which is incredible. Yeah, there is there's a lot of a lot of it's in use right now. And uh, we kind of envision that happening. But like you say, Ben, you, you really don't know uh, if you're getting the, the complete answer or the correct answer up front. You know, we look at uh, investment advising. Uh, is just kind of a subtopic of everything else that has to be done holistically for a client. You know, you have to involve taxes, estate planning. It, it all basically, yeah, yep, it, it all basically uh, affects the other. We want to caution our, you know, it's just like the robo advisors. They thought that the robo advisors would be the solution to uh, the substitute for financial advisors. Well, they find they're finding out right now that it's it's really not. Uh, in fact, they're off uh, by a wide margin in some of the results, some of them, not all of them, but yeah. And uh, so these things will improve over time. But again, just kind of look at it as a tool in the toolbox as far as doing your retirement planning. Very, very interesting. Well, if you want to sit down with a real uh, advisor, you can always reach mm -hmm. out to Pathfinder Wealth Management. Again, pathfinderchat.com is the easiest way to do that. You'll pull up the calendar, find a time that works for you that's open for Barbara and Phil. And you can always call 815-399-9806. Well, very interesting conversation. I know it's just something we'll be keeping an eye on in the future. It's not going anywhere, that's for sure. But again, right. we'll drop the, uh, the article in the show notes too, so you can read it there if you'd like to. Barbara and Phil, thanks for the time as always. We'll chat again soon. Thank you, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.